Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, uh, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Alphaba. Alphaba. Alphaba? I think that's how you say it. Yeah, almost the alphabet. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a small difference. Yeah, I mean, that would be a little weird. Where is that? Is that? I think that's that place they wanted to take us to. Isn't that catfish country? Isn't that where they talked about maybe us going for the uh, the, the catfish tour up in uh, by Bahia? Uh, no. So there's another um, seafood junction in Bahia. I thought there was another place called Cat. I remember them talking about this place, Catfish Country. I think that's right. I don't ever remember uh, that remember. about yeah. Alphaba. Well, it's it's not in Alphaba. It's near Alphaba. Okay. It's not really near Bahalia, though, I guess. Where is Bahalia? The only... Well, the, I guess it's close. North Mississippi. Yeah, it's, it's only... It, the only the only thing I remember about Bahalia was that it was a another seafood junction up there. Which, by the way, it's been, it's been several months. Yeah, we do need to go back. Well, and it's worth braving the the crowd for that. All right, here's what, here's what I say then. Why don't we go Saturday after the USM game? Hmm. What time is that game at eleven? Eleven. Hmm. We'll just put it. Just you know what? We don't have to make a decision hmm. right now. You just put that on the on the pot on the back hmm. stove. There we go. I like where your head's at. Ah. Uh, Say all that to say the Strange Brew Coffee is awesome. You should go order it at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and you should support the Bulldog Initiative, which you do with every purchase from Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. And it's almost the holidays, guys. We're, we're almost here. It's, it's getting that time. You need to be prepared. A trip to College Corner helps you knock out a lot of gifts because you've got Bulldog fans in your family. You might have rebels in your family, and my condolences to you if you do, but you got to buy stuff for them too. So get it at College Corner, two locations in the Jackson area to serve you, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant, the best in town, no question about it. When you are looking for a great dinner, when you want to have a special occasion, or if you just want the special occasion to be the dinner, you head to Restaurant Tyler. Steaks, pasta, chicken, vegetarian options, great appetizers, great desserts, great cocktails as well from downstairs to the guest room. It's just a fantastic experience each and every time out. Make yourself, give yourself a great night out with a trip to Restaurant Tyler. 
16 Priority One Bank locations. They are located throughout central Mississippi. They are here to serve you. They are here to serve their local communities. And that's what community banking is all about. Just as important to eat locally and shop locally as it is to bank locally. That's what builds strong cities, strong towns here in Mississippi. So if, there's a, if you live in central Mississippi, there's going to be a Priority One Bank near you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We didn't learn anything today. We we didn't we didn't we didn't not a dang thing did we learn going to talk to Zach Arnett today. Not not even when I asked about the stealing signs thing. No, he, you know he he def- didn't give a definitive. I will say that he didn't give a definitive no, right? But he did make it pretty clear he, that he did not believe that report. Yeah, which, I think people misunderstood the answer. I yes. think people thought that he was saying they changed their signs at halftime or no, something. No, he's saying no, that I they think didn't, he's saying they didn't they didn't have anything to do with the signs. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that. Yeah, just uh kinda going through the motions here. I mean, it's just it is what it is. That is the we talked a little bit about this on, on yesterday's uh podcast about apathy and how what a dangerous thing that is. But that is full on where it is right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Zach Arnett, prior to the start of the, uh, the or at the beginning of his press conference, he talked about he'd like to have another great environment, great home crowd. And they are honoring the 98 team, and, and maybe that brings some people to the game. But, I mean, I, I'll be very surprised if this is a I – mean, well, give me a number, and I'll tell you if I'll be surprised. Crowd? Yeah. Uh, 35,000. I think it'll be between 35 and 40. That's where I'm, where I'm, where my head is right now, and and that's with it being homecoming, you know the the whole like ninety eight cold thing. weather should have be passed by the weekend. It's supposed to be nicer by the weekend. Oh, is it? Yeah, I hadn't looked weather. Um, I hope people are there. I mean, like the I think it's going to be cool to see the team run out of the tunnel wearing those uniforms. Yeah, like I, I'm so pumped about that. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I mean. I don't know. I don't. I still don't know. Like, if I'm supposed to think Kentucky's good or what, because they've just they they've been good at home, mm-hmm. and it's, it's what we talk about. Like, they're so Jekyll and Hyde at home and away. They have some good pieces. Davis yeah. is really good. Leary was great last week. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to trust in them. Mm-hmm. If if I'm supposed to continue to believe that Mississippi State wins these games at home and Kentucky wins their games at home against State. Then I'm not supposed to trust what they did at home in the last few games they've been there. Mm-hmm. You know they played Tennessee close, and I mean I don't know if that's a moral victory or not. I mean I don't think that Tennessee team is very you know, great, mm-hmm. but they're a good team. Mm-hmm. But you know at home they're they're they look completely different than they do on the road, and that happens with a lot of teams. But it seems more stark with them. They they seem to be. Like a well put together team at home, they play good defense. You know the offense looks pretty sharp, and they go on the road and they look, you know, like they don't belong. So I don't know if that if that's going to be continue to be kind of a thing, or if Mississippi State is just so bad, like you just it's, it doesn't matter. Um, so I, you know, I don't know how I feel about this game. I said coming in, moving forward, I'm probably going to pick Kentucky to win every time they play State. At, in Lexington, I'm going to pick State to win every time they play in Starkville, and I don't know if that continues or not. I don't think it continues, just just, just for me. Uh, 
one thing I, 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 you know, I don't want to spend too much time on, on this. To be honest with you, because I mean, it's just we don't learn anything. We're not getting anything out of it. But today was just another example for me, though, of how uncomfortable Zach Arnett is. I mean, he is up there like he—he's not just answering the questions. He's thinking about what he should say. Mm-hmm. You know, if you watch the, those press conferences, he's taking a minute to kind of go through his head, like, okay. This is what I should say here. It, it just goes and it's back, like yeah. so. He's like so mechanical. Yeah, he, he's got a. He breaks down everything you say in the question, mm-hmm. and it's not like sometimes you know his answer has nothing to do with the question that was asked. It was more about breaking down the way that you asked it. And to me, that's that's kind of, um, you know, kind of just finding ways to get away from answering things how they should be answered. So uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's at the point now where it's like, is it even worth asking questions? Like that's. I thought we were getting out together in two minutes. Like yeah. we had the first couple questions, and then there was a lull. Well, it was about to end, and then I asked the question about the, yeah, the signs. Yeah, because Brandon was like, "We're you guys done?" Yeah, and, and then you got in. You you had the next question, and it was like it was about to be a five minute press conference. I won't be totally surprised if we get one of those before this is all said and done. Because I mean, wh- at some point, it's like, especially you know, think about like the, the prior to the USM game. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we asking him? Well, I mean, here's the thing: like everybody loves to go to the like ask the tough questions thing. I mean, there's there comes a time where you're just not going to get any answers, and you just kind of at that point you're just kind of like, yeah, eh, what what are we doing? You know, it's not you don't. Re- there's no reason to really hold the a coach's feet to the fire in some situations. It's just it gets to the point where it, you're just everybody's time's being wasted. And uh, you know, I I appreciate the press conferences. I appreciate the fact that he's almost always on time. You know, he's looks sharp every time he comes in. He's willing to answer questions. We just we're just not getting anything of uh, you know real substance from it. Right. So let's that being said. I mean, I mean, Brian's over here just like writing, well, writing responses on on Twitter. Or well, something. there's a reason. For, somebody has tweeted that from Arnett's presser that Chris Parson could play this week and potentially start. That is not what no he said at all. Mm-mm. He 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 dismissed that question basically. Yeah. He, he, what he said when he was asked, could you possibly see Chris Parson play? He's like, yeah, he could play the same way he might have said, hey, could Brian Haydad come out there and play? Yeah, he could play. I mean. <laughs> It's it's the same. He's he's not saying that Parson is going to play. Do you think he's seen your cousin's film yet? I think every defensive coach in the country has seen that film at least once. You know, if they haven't, they're they've missing got out. To. Yeah. All right, so let's move to basketball. Let's Yay! Look. I know, man. Just I heard uh, Justin Frommer, or Frommer, I'm sorry, uh, discuss something. He was talking about uh, he's going to Chicago for the uh, the tip off game within the Barstool Classic or the Barstool Invitational, right? He made a good point. He's like, I'm just looking forward to that to be able to talk to different coaches and about a different sport. Yeah, and I was like, there is something to that that I'm, you know, I'm ready to talk to Chris Jans and just get away from this for a minute. Well, it's, it's like I said yesterday, it's apathy. Going back. It just it just wears on you, man. I mean, having to get into this lull where the team's no good and you're just you're constantly you know watching bad football and you know with baseball was the same thing. We, you know, we had to cover three, four games a week in baseball and, you know, listen to the same answers and stuff, and there was just no fixing it. 
and it just gets to where it just wears on you. You're just ready to move on. Like we were all ready to move on to football when baseball was struggling, and now now we're ready to move on to basketball. When basketball starts struggling, I guess we'll be ready to move on to. Uh, oh God, no, I will not. Men, be. Men's tennis. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. <clears throat> so there you uh, go. So you let's know. move on to basketball. On that note, so Mississippi State plays an exhibition game uh, against USM down in Hattiesburg. I don't, I don't know what the attendance was for this one. I hope they raised a good bit of money uh, for those tornado victims in the in the Delta. State gets the win, sixty to fifty four is the final score. This 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 box score is awful. Uh, it's just really bad. I'm trying to find the stuff on it. Um, this looks like a very typical Mississippi State box score from a season ago. The three point shooting is a little bit better, thirty eight percent. You'll take that, obviously. But free throw shooting, 54% from the line, 37% shooting overall. But they held Southern to 30% shooting um, in the game and out-rebounded them by 10. That is that is probably what I expect this to look like. And this is an MSU team. We all know they're playing without Tolu Smith, but also playing without uh, Andrew Taylor, who missed this game for a personal reason on Saturday. And as you mentioned, Keyshawn Murphy's still out with injury, although he might be back a little bit faster. Uh, Bulldogs in double figures, two of them. DJ Jeffries, 11 points for him on 4 of 10 shooting. He also added 7 rebounds. Uh, but Josh Hubbard, leading scorer in the game, 13 points, 4 of 12 shooting, hit 3 three of 6 from behind the arc. DJ, uh, 1 of 2 from behind the arc. I'm sorry, 2 of 5 from behind the arc, so we'll take that. State will definitely be all over a, oh, DJ, yeah. a DJ Jeffries 40% shooting day. I mean, that's what this this season's going to be until Tolu gets back. Mm-hmm. Is they're going to have to grind it out. But Hubbard having that kind of day early on is very impre- is very exciting as far as I'm concerned. And then Jaquan Scott, nine points, nine uh, rebounds for him. That's really nice for Mississippi State. State with a uh, how many offense? Fifteen. What did Jimmy Bell do? Fifteen offensive rebounds. Uh, no, not he didn't have fifteen. He had nine. He had only had two points, but had nine rebounds. Okay, having blocked and had uh, a block shot. That's good. I mean, you need somebody that's going to be able to rebound down there without Tolu. I, mean, yeah. I don't. I don't expect them to. I, I expect him to probably be better than McNair last year. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't expect him to be a you know fifteen and twelve guy. That's interesting because McNair played well at times. He did, but I, I think you know consistently. I think Jimmy Bell is probably going to have. That's, that's really loud. Is it? There, I'm sorry. Going. Okay. Um. Consistently, I think he could be better. So, and you do, you you really just need somebody that is going to be a rebounder because you're you're missing a huge rebounding piece in Tolu Smith, and you're not going to have the size uh, with him out, and then obviously Keyshawn Murphy as well. But uh, you know, if you can just get somebody that can kind of keep you afloat in the post to where you're not. You know, just giving up points every possession right. or offensive rebounds. I think you're going to be in good shape because when Andrew Taylor's back, this offense is, is definitely going to look different than that. I don't think this is an offense that's going to score 60 points a game. Right. I, I think they will be better than that, especially with Andrew Taylor. You're you're just going to have to rely heavily on these guards, these fo- like small forwards, these guys that can score. Those guys are going to have to knock down shots, man. I mean, they're they're just that that's just the that's the whole crux of it yeah. is can you knock down three point shots, mid range jumpers, do some damage outside the paint because it's going to be a little more difficult to you know have a guy down there that you're getting 
um, entry level passes into the post and, and scoring in the low post. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just don't think Jimmy Bell is going to be that kind of force. No, I don't either. So, I do I do think that State's going to have to play a little small at times. Mm-hmm. Just try to you know try to shoot and play fast. Uh, and this, I mean, this might be good for them long term mm-hmm. to re- have to rely on these guys to to create points outside of Tolu. You're not leaning so heavily on your All SEC guy. And then when he comes back, you've got an offense that's kind of retooled itself a little bit. Have you know ha- have some scores that can produce from three point range or can get to the rim, things like that. And your offense isn't completely built around. Tolu Smith scoring points because last year that's what it felt like. Yeah, if if you couldn't get points out of Tolu Smith, you weren't scoring very many points because they just couldn't knock down three point shots. And I think this team should be much better in that regard this year. So this might be good for them long term. And I don't think you obviously do not want your All SEC guy to be out. I don't think it's a it's the best thing for them at all. Right. But I think it could end up being better for them yeah. long term. As long to, as you survive it, you'll yeah. be fine. So. They've got to survive it. They've got to, you know, can you get out of this with like two losses? Yeah. That's that's, that's kind of the big deal. That, that would be absolutely perfect for Mississippi State to, to, to do that. Looking at Southern stats, you know, obviously uh, Austin Crowley is a big piece for them. He had 11 points. Victor Hart. Mr. Crowley. <laughs> I think the same thing every time I hear this. They're missing. I don't have his name. I'm sorry, but they are missing. They, they are also missing one of their best players. Yeah. Um, who's out for the season, actually, for them. So, mm-hmm. But that's a quality USM team. I think they're predicted third or fourth in the Sun Belt. Yeah, they're uh, solid. Pre-season. I mean, you, you still should beat them, but they're solid. You know, they, they, they would have, you know, they, they won their conference a season ago. And if they had won their conference tournament, obviously, the Sun Belt's a one big league. But I expected the game to be close. But, I mean, if this was an actual game, if State could put this game on their on their actual resume, a road win at a team, you know, that should be, I mean, that would probably end up being a quad two win mm-hmm. for the Bulldogs when it's all said and done. Um, so pretty good. I mean, let's just going through some of the stats here. Cam Matthews, nine and six. Okay. Expect to see that. That sounds great. Um, Shaq Moore, eight points, uh, five rebounds, uh, only one assist. State didn't have a ton of assists in this game. Deshaun Davis did have four, but that led the team. And then you had three guys with two. Um, they, they too, too, they haven't been able to really get any kind of consistency as far as that camaraderie mm-hmm. on the floor. I mean, think about it. Deshaun Davis was out during mm-hmm. that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Andrew Taylor has been out now last week or so, I guess, whatever's going on with him. So mm-hmm. he wasn't in there. Tolu Smith has been out. Keyshawn Murphy's been out. They haven't been able to get everybody together and playing on the same page yet. Dating back to the summer, since they've all been here, they have not had their full team together. So it takes time. It's going to, you know, this team's not going to look like a finished product right. at this point. And they won't be in the non conference schedule either. No, I don't think so. Because they're going to be without Tolu. They're probably going to be without Keyshawn Murphy for most of, if not all, non conference. Mm-hmm. But you hope to get him back sooner than that. Because uh, if you can get him back late or mid to late non conference to bridge the gap between, you know, no Tolu and Keyshawn mm-hmm. and then no Tolu. Then I think it makes you a better team heading into conference play because it looks like you're probably not going to get Tolu at the start of conference, and even if you do, he's going to be fairly rusty. So it might take a couple of weeks to get him going. 
you need another piece down there to help Jimmy Bell yeah. and help you in the post a little bit. And she'll get a boost offensively with Keyshawn. Keyshawn will be huge. And then only three minutes for, uh, I, I'm going to butcher his name for the next two years probably, Guy Choi, I think is how you pronounce it. Yes. And oh, if it I got Choi it right. or Chol? Is it Chol? I think that is an, no, you're right. That's an L. It looks like yeah. a in this box score, man. It's so small. The print's so small on my eyes. I'm so I'm so blind, even with my glasses. Uh, yeah, but he's the guy. He only gave three minutes, but he's going to be a guy who State needs maybe five, six, seven minutes a game from. And that's the thing. I mean, you weren't really expecting to play him a ton no, this year. No, you weren't. You were thinking but that you between to. Tolu and, and Jimmy Bell, you were going to be okay down there. And Either he's, he's got to play and give you some, some good minutes off the go bench, small, or you're going to have to go small. A lot, yeah. So... So an interesting start to the season uh, for Mississippi State. They start the real season uh, a week from tomorrow, November the 8th, in Chicago against Arizona State at the Barstool Invitational. Chicago. Yeah, with Brandon Walker as the as the, the he's the host of the festivities. Did you, do you watch any of his – do you listen to his new pod? I do not. You, you, it, they had maybe the funniest moment. The I, horse I, racing thing? So – this is what they 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 did a thing. They were just doing this like chair, not charity. They were they were selling shirts, right? And like forever, how many shirts they would sell? They would they had the horse racing thing set up that they would either talk about a non sports topic, a regular sports topic, do a shot of Hennessy, or sit like a youth pastor. Sit like a youth pastor. Yeah, you know, like like that. What? They're all spread out. I've never. I've well, never noticed that from youth pastors. I'm just saying. It's, it's, my dad wasn't. My dad is a pastor. He's a regular pastor. Yeah, but I've been around a lot of youth. Anyway, pastors. it was called "Sit Like a Youth Pastor." So that's a that's like a punishment. It, well, if you if that's what came up with if that's what the horse won. So anyway, so then they started talking about all this other stuff, which they are want to do on that podcast. Plus, they got drunk because they were all drinking Hennessy. And uh, what did like every every shirt they sell, they take a shot. It was like every ten shirts, but they sold like 500 shirts. What what were the shirts? Just their their own shirts, the mostly sports shirts. Oh, it's the podcast. Shirt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they start talking, and they have this recurring bit on the show where they watch the video of Mister Ed hitting a home run off of Sandy Koufax. Oh yeah, that's it's great. Great. And so they start talking about like Green where, Acres. No, Mister Ed. Mister Ed. No, that's Mister. That's Mister. Uh, You're thinking of the, the pig. Ed. Yeah. No, Mr. No, no. Ed from Green Acres. Mr. The Ed horse. is the horse. He was on Mr. Ed. The show was called Mr. Ed. But I thought it, I thought he was the horse on Green Acres. No, no, no. 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 Oh. No. So anyway. I know what you're talking about. The, yeah, what he had, he's got the bat in yeah. his mouth. And, yeah, and he slides into home. Yeah. It's hilarious. So they start talking about, like, where is Mr. Ed buried? And they find it, and they're still talking about that. So long story short, they decide they're going to have a – they're going to race and put their names into the race. So each horse is – each – Host of the show is or person on the show is represented by a horse, and the lose the winner of the race, who's really the loser in real life, has to go to uh, some some small town in Oklahoma where Mister Mister uh, Ed's tombstone is and gritty on his grave. Oh my gosh! And so Mark Titus lost that, so he has to go to do that. But that was an electric sixty seconds of content. Eb is who I'm talking about. Okay, which was Tom Lester. Okay. Isn't that his name, Tom Lester? I have no. Yeah, I, don't, I never watched Green. His name is Eb. Okay. From Green Anchor. Right, Mr. Mr. Right. Ed is. A I know. Horse I know you're talking about now. They're both. They're both like old shows. Yes, very old. Mr. Ed is the horse. Yeah. Eb horse is, is the horse. Of course, of course. Yes. And I know, no one I know can talk about. to a horse, of course. And I remember that video. Right. It, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of crazy. It's hilarious. But 
so Mark Titus has to go to some small I forget the name of the town and and Mr. Ed's not even buried there though. Mr. Ed was cremated. The the hor- the real Yeah, horse. but they but they put a like a, a tombstone like a like a marker up for him. Where is that? It's in some it's somewhere in Oklahoma. He said it's close enough to Fayetteville. He's going to go over to Barnhill and catch a game. Not Barnhill. So the, uh what is it called? Um uh, used to be Barnhill. Yeah, that's the old arena. That's Altel. It's not Altel anymore though, is it? Mm. Altel doesn't exist anymore. Does Bud it? Walton. Bud Walton. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Barnhill. What a perfect name for Arkansas. I love Barnhills. When I yeah, when I think of Arkansas, I think Barnhill Buffet. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe think, because my mom called I think those of places food I think troughs. Of, of, uh, I think of uh, Quincy's. They had a Quincy, the big Quincy's there, bigger than Starville. So did Starville. Yeah, but the Tuscaloosa Quincy's was bigger. Oh, okay. It had like double buffet. Man, those rolls. Oh, the yeast rolls, yeah. Great Wish stuff. I could have some of those rolls, man. So, so anyway, I can't wait to go watch. I was I was pulling for Brandon to have to go gritty on a horse's grave, but seems disrespectful. It's not actually there though. Yeah, but it's the it's the you know, the This is what Mr. Ed would have wanted, I think. I don't think so. I think yeah, I think the horse would by the way, the horse OD'd too. Like they gave it a, on, they, on they were trying to do like a surgery. Or, no, they tried to give it like I think it's like a surgery or something, and they gave it a tranquilizer, and they gave it too much. Well, the thing is, like you know, you got to give them more than you usual think, because yeah. the horse is the horse huge. Because of course, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah, no one can talk to a horse. Of course, I can't believe I got Eb and Mister Ed. It's okay. Confused. You know, if this was like if we were doing this podcast in 1957, I would be like, "You are an idiot! How could you yeah, mess I, up Green Acres and Mister Ed?" I'm not on. I'm not. Uh, I'm not high on the list of like yeah. the people that you want in trivia with like TV land yeah. shows. Andy Griffith. I can't. I can only do some some much. stuff. Some stuff. I will say this. Uh, Tom Nip, Lester. Who, Nip it in the bud. Tom Lester, who played Eb mm-hmm. on Green Acres. Yeah, it's a place he, to be. So. Where my parents live currently mm-hmm. is where I was. That's where I was born. The house was built, and we started living in it the year I was born, nineteen eighty nine. Mm-hmm. And my dad was preaching at Chester, which is the church. I didn't realize Tom Lester was also an evangelist. Yes, that's okay. what I'm getting at. So you know, we ended up moving. But at the time when I was a kid, and I have a picture to prove it, mm-hmm. Tom Lester came to our house and stayed at our house. Oh wow! For like a week for like a. Uh, Revival, mm-hmm. and he stayed with us huh. when I was when I was a little kid. You know where he's from originally? Where he was born? Uh, I don't Laurel. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jones County. I shouldn't. I I did know that. I just oh. couldn't remember. Attended the University of Mississippi. Yeah. Member of the Sigma Nu. Oh, he was a frat boy. He was. Oh boy. A, he has a he had a double bachelor's of science in chemistry and biology. Guy was a genius, smart guy. A lot going on here with this guy. You know, you're like you're pretty smart if you can play a dumb guy and play it play it well. But you're so you know, what you're saying is if somebody were like on a like say let's just say for example like a sports talk radio show and yep. they constantly played the buffoon on that show, you would think in reality that guy's probably pretty smart. Is that especially you? Because you're wrong. I'm not smart at all. Well, I I figured you were probably talking about Brandon Walker because he kind of plays the buffoon. No, Brandon Walker is a buffoon, and, and but he's, he's not. also a buffoon, right? Yeah, he and I both buffooned. Buffoon is a good word for us. Yeah, buffoon is an excellent so, word. Can you imagine if we did a show? I, I wouldn't drink Hennessy. Well, you don't drink it all though, so that's that's no good. Yeah, what are we gonna what are we gonna do? Sweet tea. 
How do you get? I'll tell you. I was going to ask. How do you get sweet tea drunk? Where were we the other day? That's with the two brothers. Two brothers. They can get sweet tea drunk on that. That thing was syrup. Uh, <laughs> it was syrup. Somebody's it was. Somebody's getting mad. Listen, they're good. They're not talking about sports. I don't care. You're just going to have to get through it. Also, Tom Lester was in Benji, the movie about the dog. He absolutely was. I saw uh, that movie. That's also not Mr. Ed, though. Here's the thing, though. It's a dog. You, you talked about people getting mad. Yeah. We're behind the microphones. Yeah. Nobody tells us what to do. If we want to talk about Mr. Ed and Eb, why can't we do it? Dang it. Plus, this thing's free. And what else would you like to talk about? The miserable football team right now? Because we can do that, and we do do that. But I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know if I want to do that anymore. I'd like to talk about Green Acres. It's the place to be. All right. Yay. Yay. Moving on. Mississippi Beef Council wants to remind you. That's our good friends over there. There was a move on into the rest of the show. Oh, there's more to talk about? Huh? There's more to talk about? We ever do our picks. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. We've got a whole other 10 minutes Here, probably. I finally found the pitcher. There he is. Is that you? That's me. With the little captain's hat on? Tweet it. Retweet it. That is me no, re- right there. Retweet that tomorrow with this uh, with this podcast. I will. Yeah, there we go. Captain Captain Falk. Falk. Look at him. You look like you're the captain of the love boat. <laughs> and love. Life's sweetest reward. <laughs> All right. The love boat. I wanted, I just wanted I just wanted to be one time like the face in the in the like you know, Brian Haydad. I you know like me and Vic Tayback. I want I wanna be I wanna be on Gilligan's Morgan Island. Fairch- like, I wanna be Morgan Fairchild's love interest in that show too. Yeah, of course. I wanna be on like Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Like, we we'll make you like the skipper. Yeah. And I'll be Gilligan. Yeah, oh that would actually work. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could be on Fantasy Island. I want to be, you know, with Ricardo Montalban. The plane, the, the plane. plane. Yeah, I want to be. I want to just be like in my name in the in the circle, like Brian Haydad, featuring will Brian you, Haydad. Will you be J.R. Ewing on Dallas? No, only J.R. Ewing could be J.R. Ewing. Although I, 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 so I had a thought. Mississippi Beef Council is great stakes, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, next year with Media Days in Dallas. I think I should like for one day come dressed as J.R. Ewing. Please come in like a cowboy hat, cowboy like hat, the tie. Full, full suit, do cowboy the, boots. Do the little the tie, the polo tie. Yeah. yeah. See, I had I wore those all the time, and yeah. when we live in Texas, and I'm, a, I'm I wore go, those bolo ties. I'm gonna all go over. I'm, I'm gonna pretend that uh, that T. Bob is Cliff Barnes. I'm just gonna be just ratting on him the whole time. If You're you like, showed up, you got to be a man to play in my league, T. Bob. If you showed up wearing like. The the bolo tie, cowboy hat, boots, uh-huh. jeans. No, no, I'm wearing I'm wearing a, a, a suit. Well, I'm a even like jeans, Texas oil man. Even jeans with like a button up and a, yeah. a sports jacket. Yeah. Oh, that would be so funny. I should do it. Please do it. I'm, I, I got I got a year to think about it. Two brothers smoked meats. We were just talking about it. Great sweet tea there at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. But the food <laughs> is the reason you want to go. Enjoy yourself with a trip. To, I'm, I'm gonna make these ads short today because we've been we've we've overdone it on these ad breaks today. So yeah. you know what Two Brothers is all about: great food, great people, and it's a bulldog initiative business. Uh, how quickly can I do this? Great products, great service. Treat you like a neighbor. Forty eight years. Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192. Visit them online. absms.com. Business does business. The Rogue and their collegiate collection. Great pullovers. Great polos. Logos you want. Great styles. The holidays are here. Get one for dad. Shop at the Rogue. 
don't live three stripe life. All right. That makes up for the fact that we sort of people just you know that they, they completely what's happening now? overthought this Zach Garnett press conference like. It, like all the Auburn fans are are now in the mentions, like talking about like Zach saying they're cheating. I'm pretty sure he was saying Zach the opposite. Didn't say that, you morons. God, they're morons. All right, let's get through these picks. I know you got to get going here. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I have a daughter to pick <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, we got stuff to do. We got a bunch of We're games here in the new window. Uh, Tennessee, UConn. We know which way that's going to go. Do we? We do. Okay. Uh, South Carolina, Jacksonville State. This is my fishy line of the week. I think South Carolina will win, but they're a 13 and a half 13 point favorite. No, no chance. Jacksonville State's really good for a group of five team. Rich Rod, baby. He's good. All right. AM at Ole Miss, 11 a.m. at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. I, I just feel like God doesn't love me enough to make AM win this game, so I'm going to take the Rebels. Hmm. Hmm. If I trusted A and M's offense a little more, I'd be really. What's the spread on this one? Well, this is a five point favorite. Ooh. Do I want to take this shot here? Because I, I think that this is a scary game for Ole Miss. Well, we're not. We, we're not talking about the spread. You think that the Aggies can win straight up? I have thoughts. You're really going to pin? I mean, because if you lose, I don't trust the. I don't trust. You're trust enough. Jimbo Fisher. Mm-mm. You don't want. You don't want to be. You don't want to be sitting there paying the bill at, at dinner and saying Jimbo Fisher did this to me. Exactly. So. I need him to pay my bills. Exactly. So you're going with the reps. I, I think I'm going to stick with Ole Miss, but I yeah. I really think that they could lose this game. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I they can. They certainly can. I, I, I say it just about every week. I just don't think A and M is as bad as people want them to be this yeah. year. But they just. They're so incompetent at the coaching position. Yeah, I, I just I can't see it. Also at uh, eleven a.m., Arkansas at Florida. Ugh. I know, right? This might be Florida's last win of the season. I had Arkansas winning this game preseason. Yeah, we did, but they're so bad. No, there's no way I'm picking them now. We'll take the Gators. Their next Florida's next three after this at LSU, at Missouri, Florida State at home. I'm very six and six. Yeah, if they're lucky. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what this team looks like, Arkansas, mm-hmm. without Danny Nose. If yeah, they, they in the off different. if the off week did they might be different do some different things. Yeah, if they came out and did what Auburn did last year when Cadillac Williams took over, mm-hmm. and you know Will Friend was running the offense, and they're just running like read option stuff, they might win a couple games here. Yeah, they All got right. some guys to do it. Uh two thirty. Missouri at Georgia. This is for the SEC East, basically. Yeah. Um, Georgia sort of showed last week that they. I think Georgia is to kind of tired of playing around. Yeah. I think they're ready to start playing football. Uh, I'll take the. I'll take the uh, the Bulldogs to win here. I'm gonna go Bulldogs too, but I think Missouri is um, good team. I, I, they're not ready for this. They just don't have the dudes. Yes. No, I agree. I mean, they're a good team, and they may not lose again this year. They may go ten and two, but they they're not winning this one. Hidden in plain sight, three o'clock kickoff. Auburn at Vanderbilt. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. If your children act up, they should be forced to uh, to watch. You this. think about what you did, Jimmy. No. You sit down and you watch what? that whole game. So I've been thinking about that. Not only do you make them watch it, you make them do a report on it. Yeah. 
Because that way they have to watch. They can't just sit there and be like zoned out. They have to pay attention. Like, mom, please just put the soap just, in my mouth. Just like, beat just me. Make me take a bite out of the soap. I'd rather take a spanking than than watch that game. Auburn wins. Yes. All right. And then the big one, six forty five. Uh, I'm so tempted to stay home. Why? 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 <laughs> this is good college football day. I just want to stay home. Uh, LSU at Alabama. Uh, Alabama win doesn't clinch the West for them, but it gets them awfully close to it at that point. Um, I like the tide here. I like the tide just because it's at Bama. LSU's offense gets LSU's clicking offense, though. They 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 can win because I don't know that Alabama it goes can go back score to, for score. Well, it goes back to what like the point that we make like off like bad offense is better than bad defense. Yeah. To me. Like good offense is usually better than good defense. It is nowadays. So yeah. they're going to be able to score points. Can Alabama score points along with them? If you're a Mississippi State fan, you should be cheering really hard for Alabama in this game. Yeah. In case Ole Miss finds a way to win out. Yeah. If Ole Miss wins out, they would win the West. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where the tiebreakers are going to look. Well, because the, the, the well Alabama would well because it would be a three way tie. Okay. Um, if LSU Alabama, if LSU wins out, Alabama beats Auburn. Is it the is it the fifth tiebreaker? Is who has the best win against an Eastern Division team, and it would be Ole Miss beating Georgia. Is that what it is? It is what it is. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't anyway, think it is either. But, but but I'm just saying. So all right. So no differences this week, correct? No differences. Right. We've been picking the same. I'll give you for the last. You sure? Two weeks, you want to? You can weeks. change one. I'll allow it. No, I'm not ready to. Okay. to not ready start. to go. To desper- it's not even desperation mode. It's one game. So. Well, it's kind of like you know when you're when you're in a race. Yeah. And you see the yeah. the straightaway, yeah. then you start to make your push. Exactly. I, I'm not ready to do that just yet. I got to buy my time a little bit. There you go. All right. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, I wish you would have bet on um, on the Auburn game when you said State was going to beat Auburn by ten. Ew. I was wrong. I was not wrong. A great about that decision. But uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, tomorrow shows the rumblings, so you know what to do. Send us the questions. We'll be happy to answer. Guys, have a great Tuesday. And Robbie, and I'll be back with you on Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian. Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.